Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Well, listeners, I apologize. We are coming to an end of the fourth annual Harvest Horror Fest. Today, we continue our rewatch of Friday the 13th with Friday the 13th Part 2. I watched this one, I don't know, probably a year ago, last Halloween maybe. It's, uh, yeah, it's a movie, that's for sure. So, anyways, before we start discussing those things, I should introduce my hostess with the mostest lying on his chest, trying to stay awake from being a parent, the one, the only, the magnificent, mysterious Michael Talent. Oh, wow. Wow. What an intro, man. Thanks for that. Uh, I'm okay. You know, a little tired. You know, as you said, a new parent again and uh, just it's real busy over here, but things are going pretty good and, you know, it was uh, it was fun to watch this movie again. I have lots of uh, insightful thoughts about it, um, but uh, yeah. Do you want me to just go ahead and get into the rundown, Matt? Mike, please give us the rundown for Friday the 13th Part 2 from the year 1981, the year I was born. Yeah, man. Wow. That's 40 years ago. Yes, it is. Thanks for reminding me. I'm so old, Mike. No problem. No problem. All right. So this was directed by uh, Steve Miner. It was written by uh, Ron Kurtz, Victor Miller, and Sean Cunningham. This movie starring Betsy Palmer, Amy Steele, John Furry, Adrian King, Christine Baker, Stuart Carno. And once again, five years after the events of the first film, a summer camp next to the infamous Crystal Lake is preparing to open. But the legend of Jason is weighing heavy on the proceedings. First thoughts, fifth thoughts, tenth thoughts. I don't know. How many times have you watched this movie? I've seen it quite a bit, Matt, but I was looking at it from different eyes this time. And... You know, it's actually not a bad sequel. Uh, it, sure, it's definitely a a uh, Jaws ripoff. Even the the soundtrack is very similar to like a Jaws um, lead-in. But you know, it wasn't that bad to me. Uh, there's there's one scene that I feel like was maybe an homage but probably more likely stolen from like psycho. But this, this, this movie's not that bad. I, you know, looking at it from a different perspective, it's kind of the next few that I think things start to downturn. But one interesting thing about this movie and the movie before this is our main character doesn't have his hockey mask, his infamous hockey mask that everyone thinks of when they think of Jason. And I thought that was okay. I mean, he's only got one eye like hole in it, man. Like, 
I'd have a hard time uh, running. So I think that's why he just walks everywhere. Because, you know, it's harder to run when, you know, with one eye. So I think that's why he walks everywhere. What do you think? I think it's because he's tired. He's a new parent as well. And so he's just exhausted. Ah, ah, okay. All right. Um, I I wondered how that thing always stays exactly so he can see. I mean, you know, it seems like there's a lot of effort sometimes when he's offing people, you know? Well, and the other interesting thing, Mike, is his uh, signature machete makes an appearance, but it's not his at that point. It's from his mom. And it's not actually from his... Well, yeah, I think it is from his mom, but it was used to behead his mom in the first one. In this, he's running around with a pitchfork. Yeah, well, there is one other scene with a, a, a machete. Uh, the uh, wheel, wheelchaired individual has a incident. It's a nice way of putting it, Mike, yeah. And, you know, that's one of the best parts of the Friday the 13th is no prejudice whatsoever. Crippled, not crippled, they don't care. We're still going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was during a lot of the uh, uh, sex scenes or, or right post-sex uh, that, you know, he shows up because, you know, that's what you do when you're going to murder someone. You wait until they've, you know, banged it out and then, then you take them out. Yeah. You make sure they go out with a smile on their face. The euphoria. Right. Right. I mean, it's like Cabin in the Woods. You got to follow the rules. Oh yeah, Matt. The, <laughs> speaking of Cabin in the Woods, the the um, uh, oh, what do they call it? The 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 old guy, the um, harbinger. The harbinger. There's a harbinger yeah. in this movie too. Yep. I wanted to get into this because this is totally straight up 1980s cliche horror. Yeah. Well, I mean, Matt. I have to admit that I think this movie, well, okay, I guess it probably all started with like Halloween, this movie, and like Nightmare and Elm Street when they first, you know, their first iterations, they were fairly inexpensive to make. Nightmare and Elm Street might be a little bit more because of some of the makeup special effects, but the other ones were much cheaper to make. And then they made a lot of money. And then I think the movie studios are like, wait a second. I think we can do this a lot. And we saw this with these movies, you know, like for a while, Friday the 13th were coming out yearly. You know, it's only like, what, a month, six weeks of filming, uh, new actors, low, low budget, a little bit of special effects. Boom. Well, you know, make make a few million dollars, right? Well, Mike, that is one thing that Hollywood is very good at, is beating a dead horse until there no longer is a horse. And horror movies are definitely where a lot of that started. Yeah, I feel like it was right around the late 70s, early 80s that they, you know, with these, I guess, kind of stereotypical slasher movies. I mean, they've made horror movies for a long time, but... They just were like, hold on, this one made a little bit of money. Let's do that again. Well, and is it the original Halloween considered the original slasher film? I think it is. I think it is the original slasher film, yeah. But Friday the 13th gets a lot of the nods 
hence my cabin in the woods reference because there's a lot of things like this is a cabin in the woods there's the harbinger the butcher knife the people having sex that die boobies you know all those fun things and that all that is in friday the 13th it sure is it sure is and in friday the 13th it wasn't even our infamous jason character who was doing it Uh, sorry spoilers but i mean we reviewed this last uh harvest horror fest so you know listen to that pod yep i don't know what episode it is but it was last year and it was i think it might have been the last one or the first one i don't know i don't remember doesn't matter i'll ask some questions that i was asked this morning on lisa live and local on magic 99.1 mike what was your favorite murder in friday the 13th part two i mean uh, that's that's actually a really good question i I think my favorite was the uh, wheelchair scene because um, it's ridiculous and I don't know how they got that, that dummy to like stay up, right? Like I wonder how many times they threw that thing down the stairs, but it was great. Uh, Mike, you'll hear it later at the end of the podcast, mine, but I'll go ahead and say it right now. I liked the very first murder in this film because it kind of came out of nowhere. It's uh, spoilers again, anybody that is listening it is the survivor, the lone survivor from the first film being slowly stabbed in the temple with an ice pick. And I just cringe every single time I see that. Yeah, that's true, man. This this movie did um, lean heavily on the end of the first one. In fact, it shows like the ending scene to get you, I guess, up to speed in case you hadn't seen it. And then you see our, our you know, uh, main character who survived very you know uh having post-traumatic stress or whatever i don't know what you whatever you want to call it but she's still suffering psychologically from what happened and then you know jason ends up hunting her down which is interesting because i have no idea where she was at but he they got, don't say yeah he got his revenge some kind of you know beach shore town or something i don't know something like that that's true it's true uh speaking of uh beach shore towns and and whatever uh i think we should talk about what you're drinking matt in this morning afternoon early evening (sighs) well michael thank you for asking it is the end of october I said I'm going to stick true to it. I know you saw the orange label. I'm finishing out my Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I need to go to the store and see if I can find more. But yes, yet another Oktoberfest for Harvest Horror Fest. Awesome, Matt. Awesome. I am also continuing with my trend of drinking pumpkin beers. I'm drinking pumpkin ale from Dogfish Head out of uh, Delaware. Milton, Delaware. Uh, Sam Adams is out of Boston, I think, still, aren't they? Uh, yes, Boston Beer Company. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Mike, so here we go. Most important question of the podcast. As always, Mike, how does Friday the 13th Part 2 relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, that was a great question. I was worried this was made 
40 years ago, was I going to be able to figure out somebody who is still working in the biz, working on a MCU movie? And the answer is yes, I was. <laughs> um, Good job, Mike. Good job. I notice you keep emphasizing the 40. I, I do. I, I just want to keep saying it over and over again. Um, so one of the hairstylists in this movie, uh, Cecilia Verdania, uh, is a hairstylist, and she also worked on the MCU movie of um, Iron Man. There you go. You got it. You got it out. Iron Man, the original. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's uh it's amazing, Matt, that we can keep this going. I I mean, with the amount of movies that keep coming, I guess it's going to get a little easier because there's only so many people that do these kind of things over and over. That's true. That's very true, Michael. So, all right, so back onto our spoiler discussion since we're already there. Of Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Mike, should people go watch this in the theaters? Not in the theaters. God, you know what I mean. Should people watch this movie at all? There you go. I don't know. It's not streaming on anything. I think it's streaming on Tubi or whatever. But should people watch this movie for Halloween? There you go. Like I said, this was a a pretty good sequel. I would say if you are a fan of the slasher movies, if you like the other Friday the 13th, then absolutely. If not, then you, you can skip it. But... I had fun rewatching this and looking at it from a different perspective. And, you know, it's not that bad. Matt, I will say that uh, one thing that was a little bit, I mean, it, it was a choice, uh, a cinematic choice, but um, every time we're like kind of in the killer's shoes, we were looking at his shoes. Dude, I like those scenes. I really like the perspective of being the killer and, you know, being in the woods and peering in and watching everyone as they go about their daily lives. I like those scenes. And yes, that's how you showed it was the killers because he was wearing his uh, uh, work boots. Yeah, I mean, in this movie, his costume is overalls, like work boots. Did he have a flannel on, maybe? Like, he, I mean, it's a pretty much normal, like besides the bag over his head or whatever like he seemed like uh just dressed like a normal person i don't know maybe not overalls i guess but i was gonna say how many times do you wear overalls to work mike well i don't but you know they're they're practical you wish you could right i wish i could (laughs) uh i had a thought and then i lost it Oh, sorry, man. I got you off with the, but so the, the cinematography, like, so you like the, 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 the perspective shot of, of seeing his feet, like it was over and over. I, I it was interesting for me cause I was just looking at like how it was shot, the differentiation of how they're trying to get you to know that it was the, the killer besides the music, of course, which was very, very Jaws like. Well, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I liked the cinematography in this. I thought it was really well done. I liked that perspective. Yes, the music. I don't know why you keep saying it's Jaws. Like, there's no shark in here, Mike. He's a man with a with a pitchfork and a bag on his head. Yeah, but it's like, do do like it's almost like like the same. It's very similar how it was done. It, it's not the same, but it's similar. But Mike Jaws doesn't go. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. 
no, it doesn't. But there's there's other parts of of the thing where it's like it's like uh oh I don't I'm trying to think of the instrument. Is it not a violin? No, like a cello. It's like a cello, and then it and then it goes to like a violin, then it goes to a cello. Like it's it's similar. I love jello. It's delicious, especially red. Oh yes, yes, red is a good flavor. Oh, purple's okay though. Purple. I mean, it definitely tastes like purple. It does. It does. Okay, so answer me this, Mike. Why is it that Jason is a little boy in the first one, and he's a grown adult man? That's a monster in the second one. What happened? Because he's not alive anymore. How does something dead grow to that size in five years? Well, I guess with the passing of his mom, he got his mom's spirit and he ate on that. And he grew and he grew and he grew. And then he became this this creature who's hunting premarital sex teenagers who go to work at camps so is that where it came from was her head her severed head that he sits there and worships yes okay got it my question is is why is why are they just now finding jason's home and it's clearly not that far away from the camp i don't know matt I don't know. There, 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 there are quite a few unanswered questions, man. Quite a few. Like, why does he have a shitter? If he's supernatural, you wouldn't think he would have to shit anymore, let alone a shitter like that that clearly doesn't work and is absolutely disgusting. Is it just for resellability? Right. I, I also wondered why he had a toilet, which likely has no plumbing. I feel like that's a worse situation <laughs> than having no toilet. Well, but I mean, you know... He can at least list it on Zillow with one bedroom, one bathroom, right? Oh, yes. Yes, he could. Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, Matt, that would be a very, very funny posting on Zillow. (laughs) I've been following this one Facebook page. Uh, It's called Zillow Gone Wild. It is incredible. There is some very interesting stuff that dude finds. Very interesting. Nice. Nice, Matt. That, 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 that. That would be a really funny uh, Zillow post. Uh, You know, uh, Crystal Lake, uh, cabin with a view. Mm -hmm. One bedroom. (laughs) Like, like, you know how people uh, really um, sugarcoat sometimes uh, rough properties? Yeah. You know, sometimes you hear night terrors and screaming. It's fine. All blood washes away with a hose. Which, this house does not include water, but... There is a lake. There's a lake and a toilet with no plumbing. I, th- I thought you were going to say the lake is the toilet. The lake is the toilet? No, you don't want to poop where you swim. Ooh. Mike, come on. We learned that from that 180s movie with the, uh, the Snickers bar that floats by in the public pool. Which movie are you talking about? You don't about poop with the where you bar. swim. I don't remember what 80s movie it is. Someone has like a baby Ruth or something in their pocket and it like comes out of the pants and it's floating around in, in the swim trunks and everybody thinks it's a duty. Remember he yells duty and everybody gets out of the pool? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of which movie that is, man. I, I, it's not coming to my mind. It's, it's one, of those, one of those ones. I don't remember 
the name of it. It's the I think it's the one with uh, Phoebe Cates where she takes off her uh, uh, top as she's walking towards like the pool. Remember? Oh, okay. All right. I think I think it's coming clear. Well, I'm old and you're tired. It's a terrible combination, Mike. All right. All right. All right, Matt, back back on track. Yes, sir. So so when you watch this, w- did you have a hard time watching it like all the way through? Like were you distracted or did you did it hold your attention? Are you saying that I fell asleep because I'm old? Is that what you're trying to say, Mike? Did you fall asleep? I don't know. No comment. Oh no. Wow. Wow. Is it that new lazy boy that you got? It just it just makes life too comfortable and you're just like I'm just gonna sit here, I'm gonna drink this Sam Adams, I'm gonna watch this move and then you're just out. Dude, that some bitch is you know, when I'm sitting in it, it's fine. The instant the legs come out, that's it. It's over. It's over. I might as well punch the time clock. I'm I'm out. You know, I'm gonna fall asleep when the legs are out. It's terrible. Or is it delightful? I haven't decided. It's one of them. So soon, are you just gonna like throw away your bed because you don't need it anymore? I'm not. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. But I have woken up and the sun's coming up, and I'm still in the lazy boy. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. All right, Mike. So, how many reels do you give Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? So, man, I'm gonna give this one three and a half reels. I was actually pleasantly surprised. It's not a terrible movie. I mean, the dialogue is not great and the acting's not great, but overall, like I thought it was pretty well put together. Well, Mike, you're a kinder, gentler man than I. I give Friday the 13th part two a three out of five. I I think it was fun. It's a decent sequel, but I still think the original Friday the 13th is definitely the spearhead of the series. No, but uh, as the sequel goes, I didn't feel like it was that bad. Um you know, next year when we review part three, I think things are going to get pretty rough. So everyone, you know, tune in in one year when we review Friday the 13th part three. The podcast continues. <laughs> <laughs> the pod keeps on podding. Okay, Mike. So we should discuss the film that we're going to review for next week. Harvest Horror Fest, the fourth annual or the fourth iteration is officially coming to a close. And we're going to talk about a brand new movie that came out last week. As we record, this is called Dune 2021. Yeah. In this movie, you can get some pumpkin spice. I mean, spice. You can get some pumpkin spice in the Dune. Yeah, dude, you can get some pumpkin spice. All you have to do is go to Starbucks. Boom. Pumpkin spice. Everybody loves the PSL. Yeah, but we are going to be talking about the sci-fi movie Dune, and I'm I'm excited to to watch this one, Matt. This one's uh, it's uh, directed by oh now I'm going to forget his his name, Dennis Villeneuve. Dennis Villeneuve, and he's done some pretty cool things. So he did Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He did The Arrivals, which you and I both loved. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this movie. I'm a big fan of the sci-fi, that's for sure. So, Mike, um, the the bigger question here 
is are you going to watch Dune at home or are you going to go to the theaters and pay it the due it deserves? So, Matt, I would love, love to be able to have the time to go watch it in the theaters. This movie is clocking in about two hours and 45 minutes. That's without the trailers and stuff, which the last time I had made it to the theater, which granted has been a little while now, it was 25 minutes worth of trailers. So... I guess if you got three and a half hours to kill, I would say go see it in the theater. I, unfortunately, Matt, am going to have to stream it because I just can't get out of the house that long. There's, I have some commitments. So, uh, being a a uh, parent of a newborn and a toddler at the same time is demanding. Uh, All I hear is excuse, excuse, excuse. So whatever slacker i'm gonna try and go see it in the theaters so mike did you ever read the uh uh, novel the film's based on uh no i never have i think if i got a chance i think i would really like it 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 seems like kind of story that i would i would really dig now if we were sponsored by audible this is where i would put that in because you could sit there and listen to the book instead of read it so you could be sitting there changing poopy diapers and vacuuming the floor while you're listening to Dune on Audible, but we're not sponsored by by Audible, so we'll just go ahead and not worry about this. Okay. All right. Well, well, man, I, I don't even know if I could listen to it. I've got to listen for, well, obviously the crying would 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 I would hear that, but I'm usually listening for all kinds of things. So, you know, it's it's a little different over here, Matt. A little different. Crying, farts. What else do you listen for? People breaking into the cars. Uh, you know, um, when a baby, uh, throws up, we call it spit up. So I listen for that. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. A little spittle. All right. All right. Very good. So, uh, Mike, I don't have anything else. How about yourself, young man? Uh, I, I don't have anything else. Um, you know, I think, I think I've, I've, it's everything I wanted to say about that movie. It was good. So the end of your annual Harvest Horror Fest, which Harvest Horror Fest has been the best? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, they're all good in their own way, Matt. Uh, this one was uh, definitely a little different because I wasn't able to really make it to the theaters. And I would have liked to have seen at least Halloween Kills in the theater and stuff. But, hey, it's it's okay. Oh, speaking um, of Halloween, what horror movie are you going to watch on Halloween? I usually just throw on, uh, I mean, back back when we had TV, I used to just throw on like AMC or somebody who's just streaming, like, or, you know, not streaming, playing all kinds of horror movies just back to back. I don't know what we're going to watch. It might be kind of a kid's movie. We might watch um, Hotel Tr- Transylvania or um let's see uh what's the other one I was thinking of Hellraiser <laughs> No not Hellraiser Oh that's not a kids movie No 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 that is not a kids movie It's definitely a description of a child Uh yes um uh, trying to uh, man I just had a movie in my mind I lost it Oh um it's with witches Hocus oh. Pocus yeah, probably Hocus Pocus. Oh, hell. We'll have to review that one next year then. 
Yeah, I actually have that one. And it's not on it's on a like DVD or is it a VHS? <laughs> I have it on streaming, man. I have it in HD. Wow. Wow, Mike. And, and it's not reclaimed on on the the Voodoo. Wow, Mike. Wow. No, no, it's 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 not a voodoo movie, man. I'm well. I mean, I'm sure you can get it on voodoo, but oh, I I, I forgot. You're an iTunes Apple person, so it's on iTunes. It is. I knew it. Traitor. Do you have Apple Plus? Uh, I do. I do. Damn it, Mike. See, you pay for that. Well, it ended up being that because I had Apple Music and I had Apple iCloud, I was able to add Apple Plus for nothing. So. I got it. So, yeah, I was going to say it's probably because yeah, you're so inversed in, you know, Apple has their uh, tentacles or their seeds all in you for everything. Yeah, well, something like that, man. But I do like the Apple Music. Um, they have a web browser client, which I use constantly for work. So I love that. Well, all right, Mike. I'll let you go to bed. You look exhausted. I am kind of tired, man. That's for sure. I'll stop berating you about your love of Apple, which is so strange to me because I'm the one that grew up in the creative world with Apple and Mac products, and you're the one that didn't. And I prefer PC and Android all day. Yeah, that is interesting, Matt, for sure. The the dichotomy of it. But, you know, the the funny part is, man, I don't have a Mac PC. Yet. Yeah, yet, but it's been a long time, man. I've only used their uh, their uh, phone and and uh, uh, iPad, Beats, and then you know, uh, yeah, Beats, and then but it was before Apple bought them, so oh, oh, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, man. It's fine. But you're right. I have a few Apple products. Uh, watch the pods. Whatever. Everything's fine. <laughs> you have a lot of Apple products. So, all right, Mike. I'll go ahead and remind you. Go ahead. Why don't you just do your thing, Mike, so then you can go night-night. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody, to our uh, fourth annual uh, Harvest Horror Fest. And uh, with this movie, like Matt said, this concludes it. And uh, we're excited for to review some of the new upcoming movies. You know, we got The Eternals is coming. We have Dune next week. There's a bunch of movies. It looks like it's going to be uh, jam-packed the, ne- the rest of the year with just good movies. So uh, make sure to tune in and uh, follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch, uh, and oh, make sure you go out there and stream a movie or go watch a movie at a theater if you feel comfortable. The theaters will love you. Thank you for listening to the Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. He's here. With his review of Friday the 13th, Part Due. Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast on Magic 99.1. How you doing there, Matty? Incredible. Oh, no. What? 
You had a day off or something, right? I did. I, and, I and the took, weekend I, off? I took a day off. I was I forced myself to take a day off nice. yesterday. Nice. Look at what it's done for you. You just have a pep in your step and a sparkle in your eye. I mean, you're older, too. Was it your birthday? Yeah. When? Yesterday? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Maddie. Happy birthday to you. Can I officially retire now? You may. Okay. <laughs> You're the best. You're welcome. You're the best. You're I'm going to do this every day now. Nice. We'll just watch movies every day. Oh, boy. I can't wait. So um, this is the last film in your Harvest Horror Film Fest, correct? Yes. Yes. For the year. For yeah. the year. Yeah. And how was it? How was the film fest this year? It was interesting. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. A lot of classics this year. Right. And then one brand new one. So right. that, was, that was fun. Okay, very good. Well, you uh, watched Friday the 13th Part 2 for us this week. Yep. And I'm sure you've seen it a bazillion times. Not a bazillion, but I've seen it a handful of times handful? before now. Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, when Did you... it change since the last time you saw it? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I'd say I probably paid a little bit more attention to it okay. this time and it wasn't as good. Oh, <laughs> good point. I think with horror films, I mean, they're kind of one and done because you know what's coming up. You know what's going to happen. Well, and this one is what you would consider your traditional Friday the 13th film. So I don't want to spoil the original. We did the original last year, and it's, in my opinion, the best of the whole series. Of course it is. It always is. Because of the big twist. Yeah. This one doesn't have the big twist. This is more of, you know, it's Jason doing his thing, and this is the start of that. Right. And so this is before he has the hockey mask. This is before he has the machete. All the stuff you know him for. Right. I mean, I don't even think we see that until at least the third or fourth film. Okay. So. All right. Very good. Any new surprises since the last time you saw it? No, there were lots of murders. Lots of murders, lots of blood. What's the what's the scariest murder or the worst murder? I mean, they're all bad. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty bad. I mean, right off the start, the the girl that killed his mother. There, I spoiled the first one. Okay, the girl that killed her mother. mother. Yeah, his mother's mother mother in the first one. That's the first kill of this movie, and it's just kind of random. I think they're just cleaning it up. Yeah, but it was pretty gruesome. Yeah, it's and it's right off the start. Right, right. She's in her apartment or house or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah, that was it. Okay. So, all right. Very good. Well, how many reels are you going to give it? I, I was just looking that up. I oh, give it you three. Yeah. three reels. You take one day off and you lose it. No, that's why I have my little app that I <laughs> record everything with. But yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, it's fun. It's a horror movie. It's yeah. classic. Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees. It's, you know, 1980s. It's the horror tropes. It's, you know, uh, the, the teenagers running off into the forest to get it on getting murdered it's the unsuspecting person it's the girl that stands there and waits and screams for five minutes as he creeps towards her it's it's classic classic 1980s horror perfect perfect let me ask you something if you were to recommend one scary movie for halloween night what would your top pick be and why for halloween night yes so now, it has to be like full on scary, or can it be? It can be whatever you want. Because I mean, it to be. I love Cabin in the Woods, but okay. if you haven't watched a lot of horror movies, it's not going to do a lot for you. Okay. <laughs> I, I would say, you know, maybe the original Halloween, because mm-hmm. that's really, you know, and it takes place on Halloween night. Perfect. So that's very, you know, dialed in yeah. for a Halloween night movie. So. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Should we give Mahinsha a call and see what she thought of Friday the 13th Part 2? Of course. Okay, let's I'm give her a call. A, I'm a little scared to hear what she said. Mahinsha, up next <laughs> on Magic. Good morning, Mahinsha. Oh, Lisa and Matt morning, calling Lisa. on Magic 99.1. How are you? Oh, I'm just fine. I'm here 
on the ocean edge in San Clemente. Are you on vacation, Mahinshaw? Yes, I am. Wow, you lucky duck. Your mother is at the beach and you are here on your birthday. Yeah, she takes the vacations for me. <laughs> no, we tried to get you to come and you wouldn't because you're a workaholic. He is a workaholic, Mahinshaw. That is a fact. Hey, someone's got to pay your, for your vacations. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Awesome. So did you watch Friday the 13th Part 2? Ma? Oh, absolutely. I watched it the initial time when it first came out, and I was pregnant with Matt, so you know what's wrong with him. <laughs> it explains so much. I'm sure it's a lot more than just that, yeah. Well, well, you know. Was but, it, yeah. So you hadn't seen it since then. You you watched it back no. then. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's more like me. And what did you think? Were there any <laughs> surprises for you this time around? I liked it, and well, the, there were surprises because it's been so long since I watched sure. it. I thought it was good. Yeah. I really liked it, and usually the second. One is not as good as the first, but I think this one was. Okay. I really do. I would highly recommend it. The scary parts uh, were the creaking doors in the cabins and stuff like that. I mean, they had it to a T, you know, because we used to go to Camp Christian Echoes and work on the buildings, and I couldn't stand to go in the bathroom because the doors creaked, just like in that movie. Oh, my gosh, it, yes. It was frightening. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, how many cookies are you going to give it? Four. Four cookies. Four. Wow. Oh, yeah. Nice. Matt gave it three reels. Very good. So would oh, you recommend watching on it on, uh, on Halloween night? Oh, absolutely. That would be a good one for Halloween night. Go yeah. for it. Okay. Tell me, what was your favorite murder in the movie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me think. Oh, I think when the guy got caught in a bear trap and was hanging upside down. Oh that was pretty gosh. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, <laughs> Ma Henshaw. Uh, as yeah. always, it's a pleasure talking to you on Monday mornings. Enjoy your vacation, Ma Henshaw. I am. I already heard a seagull, so there is hope. Okay, very good. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's so precious. Matt, what are we going to be watching this next week? So, Do you know? Even though it came out this week, yeah. this past weekend, we're going to do it for next week because we wanted to finish out our Harvest Horror Fest. Okay. is the new Dune. The new Dune. Yes. Yeah. Have you heard good things? Uh, I've been trying to stay away from reviews and yeah. things so far okay. I, until I see it. But uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay. But I'm going to try and go and see it in the theaters because I think it deserves to even though it's a three-hour-long movie, I, I was think you say. should go see it in the theaters just because it's so visually spectacular. Okay, very good. We'll review Dune next week. Check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Matt, as always, thanks for coming in. No, thank you, Lisa. Oh, you're welcome.